This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Reds Report. We are Barnsley FC's longest running podcast sponsored by the best of Barnsley and we are part of the TalkSport network of fans with us this evening. Um, I was going to say all the way from the Manchester area, but that's because I'm in the Netherlands. Brexit means Brexit, but I'm coming back. And Ian from the Tigers block. Ian, how are you? Very well, thank you. I'm just And apologies in advance. Yeah. <laughs> apologies in advance. Because um, uh, joining us, as always, is a man who has played a round of golf today. To finish that off, he sank a few pints and is now digging into his cold pizza all the way from the West Wing. It's Steve Andrews. Good evening, Steve. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. And what a fine evening and a fine day it's been as well. Thank you very much. A good round then. Yeah, yeah, yeah we won. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Victory drinks just a one or... Uh, no, victory drink. I can't even say victory drink. Uh, yeah, we, we we did have a we did have a couple afterwards. Um, as I did sink the winning putt in our game, so that was uh, that was very exciting, and it was just like being at Masters. Right, that's why I've got my dressing gown in because being old, when I got home, I had to go and sit in bath for an hour. Let's talk about which sport that's far more interesting than your golf game, Steve. Come on, oh, women's volleyball. <laughs> and following the disappointment, <laughs> as we could say, away at Exeter, it was important for the Reds to, uh, to bounce back, and bounce back they did. And um, Ian, we spoke beforehand uh, in the pub where we just had a civilised drink, <laughs> and um, I, 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 I said to you, a couple of days before the match, you look on, you look at the, you know, you look at the, the, the stats, and you look at the table, you think, ah, easy victory this, and then as you get closer to kick off, you think, oh, the team comes out, you're happy with that, but there's always that sort of uncertainty because you never know, you know. Um, I suppose it is a football match, and anybody, any team that comes to work well will come and try, try to make it really difficult for us. Um, not wanting to be too disrespectful to Morecambe. I thought it was um, one of the worst teams I've, I've, I've seen come. And it's a team that's struggling, to me, with confidence, with goals and everything else. How, how did you view the, their performance, first of all? Um, I don't think we gave them a chance to get a foothold in the game, did we? They were non-existent. They got it down and played it. It wasn't like hoofball, but you score early on, you open the opposition up, don't you? The, the, the back's against the wall straight away. 
everybody settles down, home fans settle down, and we played our football. So perfect start for me. Yeah. And Steve, um, it was it was an enjoyable match. We'll go through it in a bit, but um that's the sort of response we needed to see, wasn't it? From the um from the <clears throat> eleven that started away at Exeter. You know what? I think I think we always knew that's what was gonna happen. Um because of the morale that's in the camp, um, there's definitely a togetherness there that, that Duff's brought between players. And Duff is obviously that sort of guy that, you know what, you have a b- bad performance. I think he's one of them. He'll, he'll put his arm around one of them's shoulder. He'll kick another and up backside, but he'll not let it carry on to the next game. And it, and it proved that. It proved that on uh, on Saturday. Um. Ian, we said before that the starting eleven on, uh, on on Saturday, every single one of them except for Harry Eistead, evening Mister Eistead, um, have scored so far this season. Um, obviously, we, we won't expect Eistead, you know, to, to contribute to come. It'd be nice. And um, how important is it to, to, you know, for the run we're on and everything to, to keep these eleven? Because it definitely seems to be his preferred starting eleven, doesn't it? And I know Steve in a bit will will talk about Adam Phillips, but actually. As a unit, they are a force to be reckoned with, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was right. He mixed it up a little bit um, from the Exeter game. But generally, the side picks itself, doesn't it? With maybe the exception of, well, we, we've discussed Phillips, but he does tend to pick you more often than not. Um, but yeah, picks itself. But what, what's good about the fact that it picks itself, sometimes you get a little bit of... Um, People take the foot off the gas, don't they? Because they know they're going to get yeah. a game every week. Where they know we duff. If they have, if if the form does tail off, he'll give the shirt to somebody else. So whilst there's no complacency, um, but it but it's a strong team. Nobody, you're not telling me any side in that division wants to play us right now. We we were discussing off air. We beat Wickham. They've not really recovered since we beat them. We beat Derby. They've not recovered since we beat them. They've gone on a poor run. And Wednesday haven't recovered. Since we beat them, massive, so no one's massive Wednesday, them. massive, <laughs> massive Wednesday, massive. Those six million in that away end started yeah. going home in the last couple of minutes, didn't they? So, but yeah, yeah picks itself that team, uh, but there's no complacency, which is really pleasing for me. And um, talking about pleasing, Steve, um, obviously, <laughs> um, your man Phillips um, was left out. Um, I'm not, no, not, not in that way. I know what you're thinking. No, we're not going there. Um, <laughs> okay. Talk to us about Luke Thomas because um, you know it's it, it's hard, isn't it? He was sort of like the standout player early on in the season, horrible injury, and then forcing your way into a team that that that's pretty settled, that's doing pretty well. What for you? What does he bring instead of Phillips when he plays? Um, well, I mean, let, let's face it; they are two different players. Um, I think Phillips, you know, good points, bad points. Goes missing for me. He goes missing in games. Yeah, he, he pops up with some really good goals, um, and he does do, do some sort of behind the scenes breaking up a play that sort of thing. Um, but as I said, for me, he goes missing too too much to to play a full game. Whereas Luke Thomas is is always quick, nippy. Uh, you know, is I'm not saying he's he's more attacking minded than Phillips. I think he's more skillful than Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely got a little bit of a look of perhaps Connor Connor Chaplin about him, um, but I actually like Luke Luke Thomas. 
Um, but yeah, you know, it, it just brings another dimension, I think, to it and another attacking dimension. And I think it proved that on, on Saturday because the strikers did seem to get better service uh, from from through balls, balls around outside, balls into box, etc. Um and then I think it also encourages fullbacks, Cadden and, and Williams, to push up at the same time. So yeah, I, I would have I would have Luke Thomas uh, as a first pick all day long. What about what about the other change, Ian? Um, Max Wattis started um, instead of uh, instead of Norwood up front. Wattis partnered with Anthony Cole, obviously between them, um, you know, few goals. What, what are we making of him? Because early on he had that silly foul and he was sent off and then quietly in the goals though, isn't he? Like he's, he always, if, but he scores, it just seems to be like he's in the right place at the right time. Um, is, is it, looking ahead of Burton, do you say go with Watters? Do you say go with Norwood? Do you do you go with Colin Norwood? Colin Watters? Because we've got three now really, haven't we, that are regular sort of players these last few weeks. Who do you go with and why? It's a good headache to have, though. Um, Waters plays a little bit on the edge. Like he showed when he got sent off. Was it the Accrington game? I think it was the Accrington game. Um, I still don't think we've seen the best of Waters. Like, we haven't seen the best of Tedic yet, and we haven't seen anything of Ollie Shaw. Um, I think we've got two games in a couple of days, so I, I think I can see Norwood probably starting in one of them and not in the other one. I think he's in through. It just seems it seemed a bit silly actually. Talking to somebody next to me on Saturday and was saying he played Norwood at Exeter when he was on the verge of a two-match ban. <clears throat> Gets through that and then doesn't pick him next game. <laughs> yeah. Seemed and that's, I'm sure it's horses for courses and who's done well in training. But who would I pick? I mean, your first your first option would be Colin Norwood, and then um, maybe. Rest Norwood on Monday. Do it that way round. I don't. It's it, it's it's a tough one. I'll probably say that. Steve might say something different. You might say something something different again. It's it's a great problem to have. Um, and I, I wouldn't like to put money on who he's going to pick. Uh, no. to, up front for the front two tomorrow. Steve, it's difficult, isn't it? So you've got the Vanty Cole, Max Waters, and then Norwood was on the bench, and Teddich was on the bench. Watters and Cole started. Watters came off. Tellich came on. So James Norwood and Brad Collins were the only two unused substitutes on Saturday. Is that two games, four days, we need him fully fit for at least a full 90 minutes or maybe both for those? Is it because, you know, we went up quite early. It was a comfortable match. You might as well give him 90 minutes rest because he's played a lot of matches. It's a good chance to have a look at Watters. It's a decent chance again for Tellich to show what he can do. Um we do need James Norwood, don't we? Because for me, I mean, Ian said Watters lives on the edge. I think Norwood is there, but maybe a bit more towards the middle than, you know, the extreme right where, where, where Watters sometimes sort of plays. We need James Norwood, don't we? Because early on in the season, opinions varied, but he's 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 brought something more, I think, on and off the pitch, hasn't he, for, this, for, for these 11 players to become a unit? Um, it'll be Cole and Norwood for me tomorrow. Uh, reason behind that is whenever we got a Burton, it's always a little bit of a battle. Um, I think Norwood is the sort of striker um, 
who, who can put himself about, knows how to put himself about. You know, he's got a bit of a mastery of the dark arts that we talk about. And I'm not saying Max Waters doesn't, but yeah, Max, he needed that game on Saturday because we've not, like Ian said, we've not seen enough of him. He's not proved himself um, as much as he possibly could, but he's he does seem to be getting there, unlike uh, that other uh, lone player that we had, can't remember his name, um, that just did absolutely nothing and we've never seen him ever again. Um I think he's working in Aldi in Norwich somewhere, something like that. Anyway, um, so no, for me, for tomorrow, it would be Cole and Norwood up front. Um, but I would like to, I would like to see Tedic get a run this weekend, probably on Monday. I'd like to see him get a start and probably give Cole a rest because I'm not being funny. I know he's on form, he's playing really, really well. But one of these two games, and probably Shrewsbury on Monday, would be a nice opportunity to get call a rest. Um, I mean, we, we can analyse all we want, but it was a resounding victory against a team that never really, you know, I don't feel we ever got out of second or third gear. Um, so you look ahead. Um, is it going to be a good Friday, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a good Thursday. I don't know about hotels. Um, <laughs> it's a tricky you know, one, isn't it? Burton, smaller pitch... You know, fans seem to be sort of radar. Look at the form. So the last six or so, draw, lost one, lost one, drawn. So there don't seem to be much consistency. We said while we were waiting for you to join us, as waiting for your pizza to be delivered, we when we lose a match, we are able to come back. Wednesday can't. Yeah. It's in Burton have got a bit of a, an issue, just any sort of stability. Literally, they, 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 it's nil-nil. The match before, they win 3-2. The match before that, they lose five two. It's there's, there's there's not much sort of regularity. You know Is that something Barnsley can exploit? No, you know what? You look at Bristol City. You look at Exeter. You know you can talk about games until until you're blue in face. In a, in a way, at this at this point at season, I think form goes out at window to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at look at Wednesday. They've done nothing since we beat them. We crushed them. Absolutely annihilated the massive. And they've done nothing. Derby's having a shocking time of it. They're, you know, they're slipping down. Peterborough's coming up. So, you know, you're going to Burton tomorrow. I think we'll get something at Burton. I really do. Um, I think they'll carry on what they left off on Saturday. Um, that morale again is 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 really high. They scored, you know, they scored five goals and they didn't have to try. That's I think that's that's the thing. It was really easy for them on Saturday, and I thought at times. Um, and this is going to sound really odd. It was though. It got. I'm not saying it got a little bit boring. Th- that that excitement that we had at Wednesday, when we were, you know, it were nip and tuck, and oh, it were fantastic, and atmosphere and crowd were amazing. But on Saturday, we were winning five nil, and it still felt a little a little flat. I mean, I had an annoying git behind me who kept touching me, so obviously I had to report him to Stuart. <laughs> Um, but we'll not we'll not go into that. I'm still getting flashbacks. That's why I have to drink. Um, but no, I, I I think I think tomorrow, I think tomorrow will be a harder game than Monday. I really do. Because um, at home we seem to be we seem to be able to fire at home. Um, but I still think we'll get something out of tomorrow. 
if you look at it though, I mean, Steve sort of said, you know, stats everything and form might go out of the way. Burton are 18th. Their goal difference is minus 23. Ours is plus 32. That's a 55-goal swing almost, isn't it? So, um, you know, we've won uh, 23 matches. They've won 11. On the, they're, they're 18th. We're fourth. So, on the base of it, you, you look at that. I suppose in the betting tomorrow, you know, you might get five, six, seven to one, again for, you know, for them, and we'll be very, very short. It, it two games in a row in the past has been a, a problem for Barnsley at times. I remember lots of years ago winning four or five nil on the Friday and losing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds, order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Losing 5-0 on the bank holiday Monday. I mean, it is about consistency, isn't it? Steve says the other match is probably easier to Shrewsbury one. How do you see tomorrow going, Ian? Uh, I agree with Steve. I think tomorrow's going to be a tougher game. I think they'll make it difficult. Yeah, they are inconsistent. Um, we should, on paper, be going there and getting the result. But I, I do see shadows of Exeter and Bristol Rovers. I think it'll be a, and Wickham away. I think it'll be a tough, tough game. And Duff's already alluded that if you're just going to turn up thinking it's going to be looking at the stats, then you'll get caught out. Um, but I think it'll be a tougher game. And I think Shrewsbury at home. I think I think over the easier game, I think at home, we're quite dominant. Not that we're not away, but we are at home. And I think, <clears throat> I just think as long as we, if we do what we've been doing, we sh- should get a result. But you just got to, can't take your foot off the gas at this stage, can you? you because you do get some funny results at Easter. Um, we've seen it recently in the last couple of weeks, but um yeah, do 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 the do everything right. Prepare for it right. I think we'll be fine, but I don't think it, it won't, won't won't come easy. No, I bet, um, I bet all those Sheffield Wednesday podcasts a few weeks ago were all saying exactly the same conversation about going down to Forest Green. We're top yeah. Forest Green's bottom, and we're going to absolutely annihilate. They've taken probably seven, eight, eight and a half million down with them, um, and they got you know. This time at season now, it's, it's yeah. anybody's game. And, and I think part yeah. of that was that a 23-game 23, 23 unbeaten run comes to an end in a South Yorkshire derby on TV in spectacular style. And I think it was a real body, not just a result, but it, the manner in which we just played them off the pitch. And I think we, we said it earlier again, when you've been on an unbeaten run for 23, it's hard to put your mind back because you don't know how it feels to look. You know what I mean? I think that's what one real attribute of this side under Duff is we've had that bounce back ability, haven't we? we we've had yeah. a couple of blips throughout the season, but we've got back on almost back on the horse and carried on, haven't we? We <clears throat> losing at Exeter, bouncing back. We did it when we um 
look at the run we've just been on after a dodgy January. We're able to kind of dust ourselves down and go again, where some of the other teams have had a massive hangover for weeks. Um, the, cl- the clubs we've already mentioned. So that's been a real attribute this season that we've been able to dust ourselves down, look ourselves in the mirror, and, and start another run again and go again. And that, I think that's been that's been great. Real um, sort of real, you know, applause to everybody involved. I think for that, players and staff, and obviously. Jasper Moon uh, in the press conference today, uh, Duff uh, mentioned the fact that he did sign a new deal before he went on loan to Burton. And he's doing really well there. Various, you know, man of the match awards. They're, they're absolutely raving about him. He's unable to play. Um, I think I saw, but I'm not 100% sure. But did somebody get a yellow card of them uh, a couple of matches ago? Somebody suspended, maybe. So, listen, we're not clutching at straws. But if you have a defender alone that's doing really, really well and wins lots of man of the matches and he is unable to play, it, it, it shakes things up a bit again. So tomorrow then, uh, Burton host Barnsley. First goal scorer for Barnsley, Steve, and final result. And same for you, Ian, and then we'll look at Shrewsbury. Look at Steve. I thought I'd been quite co- I, I thought I'd been quite coherent considering what I had to drink this afternoon. But anyway. <laughs> so far, so good. Um, we're only halfway. So far, so good. Yeah, I've, I've said, I am swore once yet. Um, I'm going to go for tomorrow. I think Norwood will come back in and score, to be honest. Okay, mm. final result? 2 0. 2 0. Norwood. Remember it in case it comes through. Probably won't. <laughs> it's not going to, is it? Let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'd like to echo it, but I've got to do something different. So I'll go 3 1 oh, to the Reds. I think Bobby <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> Thomas. Right. I'll go completely different then. Um, I'll go 3 0. Because I was going to go 2 0, then I was going to go 3 1, but seeing as you picked it all, <laughs> thanks, lads. Um, um, I'll, I'll go the Fanti Cole because I just think I've backed him all the way and he's uh, he's obviously Who did you have in. Evening, Mr. Cole. I've gone Bobby Thomas. Bobby, T- all right. Just okay. Not Luke Thomas. If, if it wasn't, if it no. wasn't for the Bobby Thomas late goal, you know, I did say 4 0, I did say Cole first, but obviously that didn't happen. But anyway, it is what it is. So um, we're all going for a Barnsley victory. <laughs> and yeah. a couple of well, it's probably a day's recovery, and I'm back in training, ready for an Easter Monday home fixture against Shrewsbury. Now, Shrewsbury, um, only uh, slightly higher up the table, and they sit in tenth. Um, I mean, the, the twenty points behind us, so I don't think they can really make. Let's have a look. They're fifty-five points, even for the playoffs. You know, the, the, the ten points off. Um, I actually think that's a more dangerous, and I know we're at home again, but it's it's those sort of teams. I don't know, and um, we we can't do too much because obviously we still have to play tomorrow. Do you expect over these two matches to be changes in the starting eleven, Steve? Uh, yes, but not not major changes, not major change. I mean, two two games in three days, four days. You, you know, there's always chance of an injury. Hopefully, there won't be. Um, I think it'll be a set. It'll be the same squad of players. To be honest, I think you'll have your starting eleven and your and your subs. I don't. I can't really see that changing again, unless there's been an injury or anything during this week. Uh, but I, for me, starting eleven, ten out of eleven probably picks itself. Yeah. Um. One person we haven't talked about, which 
the, the signing of, of January so far has to be the, the, the loan signing of Harry Eistead. Evening, Mr. Eistead. And Evening, Mr. Eistead. Does Mr. Eistead drink? Well, probably when he listens to you, yeah, <laughs> just to get through. <laughs> well, maybe so. It's um, hard work. It's hard going, mate, I'll tell you. Um, can you realistically see Collins getting back into the squad, obviously if it's an injury, and what... To you, is the difference between Harry Eistedt and Brad Collins? Because Brad Collins was at one point the saviour, did really well. We talked about the confidence issues. Um, is is it a coincidence that this, you know, the running one that ran home and everything that that sort of started when Eistedt came in? Who do you prefer and why? Let, I'll go with you first, Ian. Let Steve have a think because he's, he's had a beer or two, he's eating pizza. Let him have a think. <laughs> I don't want to diss Brad Collins too much because he has done well for us and I still think he was probably our standout performer last season uh, in that season. And so, but I just feel with Eistead, yes, it is Eistead, not Eistead, Um, I do feel that um, he's just oozes that little bit more confidence and he settles everybody down. And, and I still think the biggest difference for me is if there's a cross comes in, Collins wants to punch it and flap at it. Eistead will catch it and keep it and it'll stick to his gloves. That's the biggest difference for me. But to come in into a new environment and play like he's been here for a couple of seasons is the biggest compliment I can probably give him. Uh, so I'd, I'd pick Eistead. And I think unless his form drops off a cliff anytime soon, I think he'll, he'll, have, he'll have them gloves till the end of the season. Steve? Hard to think, isn't it, that Eistedt hardly played any league games because he was basically what Collins is now to, to him over, over at Luton. And I know you um, you, you like him a lot. What tell me what Brett Collins needs to do or improve to, to, to you know to try back in goal, keep it clean. Um, I'm going to be blunt. Is what I'm going to be. At minute, there's nothing Collins can do to get back back in goal. Eistead is um, he's playing too well. He's made that position his own in a short space of time. Um, it amazes me that he didn't play more often for Luton. Uh, the performances he's put in for us. Um, if I could, I'd sign him tomorrow. If we could get paperwork and everything sorted out, get him signed and keep him, I really would. Uh, he'd be one one of the players I'd be pushing for at end of season, definitely. Um, so, in, in terms of Brad Collins, there's nothing he can do at this minute <coughs> to push him out of that spot. He's playing too well, and he brings more to the team for me than Brad Collins does. It it, it can work sometimes like that, can't it? If you remember. Um, you know, sometimes players get in a bit of a rut and it just doesn't work out. And I suppose as a goalie as well, isn't it? You know you're not going to get on that field of play unless there's an injury because you don't often swap goalies unless you're Holland in the World Cup finals and there's penalties come in and then you quickly swap them. But you normally don't swap. Well, so it's a thankless job at times, isn't it? And, and, and I know it wasn't a goalie, but if you remember when Vaste was over in Scotland, Aberdeen or whatever, and he was just, they were booing him off the pitch every single time. And then he gets a chance at a new club I mean, you know, look, look, look what he did, and look what happened, and West Ham and everything else. And I suppose for Eistedt, he, and especially to come in in a side that, you know, we were going through a bit of a rough patch, it it, it says a lot about him, doesn't it? And I think he's one of them. Um, and and having 
quickly spoken to his dad via Twitter. I think he's good at everything he does. He used to play rugby. He used to play football, uh, cricket, football, obviously. The lads went bowling the other day. The first ball, hook, strike. He's, he's one of them that we're probably all jealous of. All right, mate. Put your shoes away now, buddy. <laughs> Leave him alone. Flipping egg. We know he's but, good, but come on. Um, do we expect um, Eistead to be busier than against Shrewsbury than against Burton? Busier against Shrewsbury? Yeah. I'm just wondering. The higher up the league, they've scored more goals, they've got more points. Is he going to be busier? Or is that home advantage, Ford Oakwell, flags waving, hey Jude, yeah. all that malarkey, DJ before, that atmosphere is going now. Is, I'd, I'd, is, kind of, I'd go he'd be busier at Burton. I think they might yeah. go they might go long, they might go, um, I think they'll try and rough us, rough us up. Do you know what I mean? I think they'll try and be physical because we can have the press. I think you'd be, be more busier at Burton, I would say. Right. Well... Uh, one question remains then. After the resounding victory away at Burton, the home fixture on Monday against Shrewsbury, um, I'll go first just because I have a score <laughs> in my head and then everybody picks it. So I'm going for 3 0. Nobody were goal. picking that. Nobody <laughs> were picking 3 0 for Monday. <laughs> just, just be wary. Could be five. I'll, I'll keep the three. Ian, what do you go for? Barnsley, Shrewsbury. I think we'll win. I've got 2-1 on the basis that I think two games in those few days, although I've said that'll be the easier game, I'm going to contradict myself here now and say 2-1, I think it'll be a tougher thing just physically because of the because of the games in the short space. So I'll go 2-1 to the Reds. Stephen Andrews. 2-0. 2-0. Who's going to score first? Uh, your first scorer on Monday... Because there'll be a couple of little subtle changes, I feel, after tomorrow's game. Just uh, and I thought we weren't <laughs> swearing. Where is he now? Where is he now? Collecting trolleys at Asda, perhaps. I bet he couldn't collect them. Couldn't trap the balls. Can't collect trolleys. Um, I'm going to go for... Um, do you know what? I'll throw it in, Mix. I'm going to go Tedich on Monday because I think Tedich might get a run out. What was your first goal scorer, uh, Ian? <sighs> Midfield. See, I've gone easy. 3 0 both matches, call both matches, because then I remember what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, does Cole come back tomorrow, or does he? I think Norwood will come back in tomorrow and be rested Monday. The crystal ball's telling me I think that, so I won't go Norwood. I'll go, um, I'll go Cole on Monday then. Yeah. Why not? Same and then when you ask me next week, I'll go, I can't remember. <laughs> I remember. Be drinking again like you were in pub. All this nice, quiet drink on Saturday. Why didn't you tell the truth and say it weren't a nice, quiet drink, really, was it? Because it got a little bit raucous. Yeah. And, I knew, um, and some, to be fair, some, some kind soul, some young lad, my first round, I'm too busy bringing the, the, the beers back to the table. I left my phone on the bar. <laughs> when he come back. And nobody nicked it. Nobody no. nicked it. What's oh, that all about? Table service and there's your phone. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> I tell you, there's no place like Barnsley, mate. 
No, no it's because it was a crap phone. <laughs> it were an iPhone. It's an iPhone <laughs> six. That's why. <laughs> uh, a weekend on, of football. <laughs> <laughs> a weekend of football ahead of us, Barnsley away averted tomorrow. Hopefully, making it a really good Friday, and we're hoping for an excellent Easter Monday when Barnsley are at home to Shrewsbury. Uh, we'll Happy birthday to your mum as well, mate. Thank you. Sunday. Happy I'm birthday. Sunday. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Happy birthday, mum. Bless her. You. She keeps asking why couldn't I stay longer. Says I've got an appointment, uh, important uh, appointment, an important appointment. Uh, doctors, on Monday. doctors no. Monday. Yeah. No. no? Oakwell, Oakwell, three o'clock. I know where it is. I'm just wondering <laughs> if she's listening. She's walked no. past. We waved. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're lucky. We're lucky she made it back, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> You've been listening to the Red Report live from Holland. Uh, we'll be back next week. That's if they let me back in the country, because Brexit means Brexit, apparently. Um, we'll be back next week with the reviews of the Burton and the Shrewsbury match. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Ian from the Tags blog, Steve Andrews and Carla van der Waltering. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sport fan network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport fan network. Find beatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport fan network.